How can you begin the process of healing and moving forward after divorce? Today, our remarkable guest will share her inspiring journey through life's transitions. Get ready for a story of personal growth and newfound happiness with Toya Montgomery. Our conversation dives deep into empowerment, resilience, and embracing a new chapter after divorce on this episode of Coffee with Tea. But before we dive in, make sure you're subscribed to our podcast so you'll never miss an episode. Also, if you found value in our discussions, please leave a review and share this with someone who could use a dose of inspiration. Your support means the world to us. And welcome to another episode of Coffee with Tea. I'm your host, Tanya Tyler, and I'm excited because I'm going to connect with Miss Toya Montgomery, and we're going to talk about life after divorce. So without us going too much into that conversation, I want to first welcome Toya to the show. Welcome, my friend. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm looking forward to the conversation. It's a pleasure to connect with you. And then I love I love talking about relationships. And, and like I said, you know, change. Everything is about change, transitions, and stuff like that. And Divorce is one of the biggest transitions that you'll ever have to face in your life. Hopefully you don't have to, you know, but if you do, there are people who've gone a couple of times, but there is life after divorce. So thank you again for um, accepting my invitation to come on and let's talk about it. So my friend, before we dive into it, tell a little bit about who you are, what you do, and maybe like, what's the biggest lesson you've learned from last year and just overall reopening and, and stuff like that. So what's what's something you've learned that you'd like to share? Okay, so uh, my name's Toya Montgomery. I am a Louisville, Kentucky native, but I grew up in Cincinnati, Ohio. And uh, I tell people all the time that divorce was one of those experiences that I never thought I would go through. But when I went through it, I knew that God put me in place so that I could advocate for others that might be considering if they want to get a divorce, others that may be going through a divorce, and um, really just kind of being that conduit for especially women, because it changes your life dramatically when you go through a divorce, not only from your family structure, but also those people and the dynamics around you, the people that you might've considered your friends and you had those couple groups and all of a sudden they don't want single you showing up at their events. And so it's, it's a lot to unpack. I would say um, to answer your question about the last 12 months, what I would say I've learned the most in the last 12 months is really to create an environment where you don't have to depend on the system for anything. So when I say that, I am in the process of putting a garden in my backyard so that in case of the Armageddon <laughs> um, or whatever might come, uh, that I can still feed my family and that we can live right here just freely off the land and be able to be self-sufficient. 
And that's really important to me now as I'm getting older and, and really starting to see the importance of leaving a legacy for my daughter, but then also teaching her how to be able to stand on her own two feet and, and make her own way. Right, right. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, like you said, it's, it's amazing. Again, I think divorce makes you stop and think and actually reevaluate what you thought was going to be like a lifetime. I mean, nobody goes into marriage thinking, oh, I'm going to get divorced in a couple of years. So, but I mean, it makes you think differently. And I, I like how you say, you know, don't depend on the system. So <laughs> can you talk about like, you know, those who are like thinking, oh, no, divorce would never happen to me. And I, like I said, I'm not saying that it, I'm an advocate for it, but when did you know that divorce was something that you, you knew this was where we're going to head? You know, how do you know that the red flags are there in this time? To right, go? the red flags are flying, right? I am very big on intuition. My intuition will tell me, stop, go in very clear um, communication. And I remember it very vividly. I was actually standing in a church that my ex-husband had invited me to. And um, his friend was preaching. And his friend was preaching about the seven sins of your attitude. And it was like, you know, the glass half empty instead of half full, uh, being complacent, being negative Nancy, you know, all these different things. And I turned to my ex-husband at the time and I said, I feel like he's preaching about you. Do you feel like he's preaching about you? And he said, I do. <laughs> and I was really surprised because most people say, well, no, it's not about me, yada, yada. But he literally owned it. And it was how I was feeling about our relationship and the fact that I felt like I had to dim my light consistently to stand next to him. And that my calling on my life was being hampered because I was in the relationship that I was in. And not that he's a bad person, he just wasn't meant for me to live out my existence with. And that day in church, when his friend was preaching and I asked him that question, I immediately after the service, I said, I'm leaving today. Today is the end. And it was our 12 year anniversary, the day at the church. Um, and I already had been feeling like, you know, I, I never felt like I was one of those people that would stay for the kids. If you, you know, if you will, um, I never felt like, oh, well, when they get 18 and I'll live or when they get this age or whatever. It was just like, yeah, uh, if it's not working, I'm leaving. We can work on it. And if we work on it and it doesn't work, then I'm leaving. Right. And so um, I had prayed on it and I had really been in conversation with God for a long time about what I was feeling. And that day at the church was just kind of the confirmation. It was like, okay, it's time. You know, this isn't what I signed up for. And I am, I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm leaving. Um, and I think one of the things that really put the nail in the coffin for that decision was my father passed. So my father passed in 2017. And, um, 
my ex-husband wasn't supportive at all. My, my dad lived up in Cleveland and I had to drive back and forth to Cleveland from Cincinnati. And it was about a five, six hour drive, depending on how fast, you know, you, your leg goes. And, um, I had at the time, my daughter who was two and she would go back and forth with me up the road. And not one time did my ex-husband say, let me take Chloe and, you know, you go ahead and, and take care of your dad or what you need to do to support your father and whatever else. Not one time did he say, well, let me go with you. You know, it just was really just no support whatsoever. And my dad was 65 when he died. And at the time I was 40. And I said, you know what? If I only have 25 good years left, because you look at your own mortality when your parents die. I said, this ain't how I want to live it. So if I only got 25 years left, I'm going to make the most of my 25 years. And it's not going to be here living with him in this house and this life. Hey there, podcast listeners. Are you a woman who's passionate about empowerment? Ready to make your mark in the world? Join our empowering community. We bring incredible women together, foster mentorship and uplifting each other. In our community, we help women like you break free from confusion, feeling unstuck, and rediscover their purpose, passion, and voice. Together, we build a network of strong, empowered female leaders changing the world for the better. Don't miss out. Tune in now and be a part of our inspiring community. Join today and start your journey to empowerment. Right. And, um... And that was the decision I made. And it was the best thing I could have did for me and for my daughter. Um, I think it was hard on my daughter because she was so young. Um, but I think it also was easier for her because she was so young. So she doesn't recall us ever being a unit. Although, you know, we lived together up until she was two. She doesn't remember any of that. She doesn't um, have any sense of, what it was like to transition to what we have now, which is our shared parenting schedule. And I always make jokes that no one told me about shared parenting, right? <laughs> Until I was in it. And I'm like, shared parenting is fabulous. Like, why does no one talk about shared parenting? <laughs> <laughs> so that's just been my experience. You know, shared parenting, I will say, um, has been so fabulous because we stick to what the plan has been. We try not to deviate from the plan. It was court ordered, you know, obviously with our um, consideration, consideration of Chloe and us you know, negotiating back and forth. And I, I advocate that that's the way to go. If you start deviating from what the plan is, you're going to get a whole bunch of mess and it's not going to work for your lifestyle because if you're constantly having to up and down and move things around and uproot to accommodate, it just doesn't work. Right, right. Like I said, you're, you're dropping some good stuff, you know, and, and we're about the halfway mark. And I want to remind everybody who tuned in that 
please, if you've been picking up with uh, the nuggets that Toy has been dropping, please give us a, a, a like on there, maybe follow up with a comment down below, because we're now we're going to start talking about transitioning. And she sort of hinted to it, like, there's life outside of divorce. And I think for, and I can share my story. I'm a two-time divorcee. It's my third marriage. And um, I think the biggest reflection that I've learned was, you know, not saying that everybody's my my way you know everybody's story is differently but I think the biggest thing that I had learned over my years and how I transitioned into better I say better relationships period after all these all the divorces I went through because everything comes out the relationship itself right so right. what I really learned is I kept taking that baggage from marriage to marriage and never unopening up the bag to see what's in it and this mm -hmm. third marriage I got I finally had like that light bulb moment. It's like, wait a minute. I mean, it takes two in a marriage, but if you're not looking at yourself and how you feel, what you're bringing to your, your trauma that you're bringing to the marriage is you just keep bringing it to the next marriage, to the next marriage and hoping for something different. So with that being said, it's like, what's the biggest thing that you would say or advice to a woman who's now starting to get out of, uh, that bad or I wouldn't say bad marriage because it's not always bad marriage it's just bad timing or bad relationships or something like that but are looking to transition out of that relationship into being her own self again what what would you say to that woman I would say spend time with yourself you know I know it's it's very it's common these days for women to want to get out of one relationship and then go into another marriage immediately after because you're so accustomed to being in a, in a marriage. But the reality is that it's really important to, to date you and enjoy that time of you being alone with yourself. Because I know for me, um, it took 14 months for my divorce to be final. And so towards the end, I took a solo trip to Tokyo. And that was very refreshing for me because it allowed for me to just get grounded back to my own center of what do I want to do? You know, because you can get lost in your marriage. You can get lost in this whole relationship uh, situation to where your individuality disappears because, you know, we're taught to cleave to our husbands and, and follow in their direction. And so a little bit of who you are then goes with that situation, right? And I think it's really important to take the time, take the space to really evaluate, like you said, what what was the cause of the relationship not working? What did you ignore? What did you maybe contribute? I know for me personally, I tried to duplicate what I saw growing up with my stepmom and my dad. And my stepmom was, she would wait on my dad hand and foot. She, he never did anything around the house. I don't remember him ever even cutting the grass or like doing a dish or vacuuming or anything. And so I went into my marriage thinking, okay, that's how I'm going to manage. But then after I delivered uh, Chloe, I realized that that's not what I wanted. I wanted somebody that would be a partner. And uh, while I was pregnant, my ex-husband was very much a partner. And the moment I delivered her, he said, that partnership stuff is over. He was like, I'm going back to what we done had because we were married for nine years before I got pregnant. And so he went right back to 
what I had allowed and what we had, you know, set up from the beginning where I was going to be handing up hand and foot waiting on him. <laughs> and he was like, I ain't trying to sign up with no partnership stuff, girl. You said this is what we're going to do. This is going to do. And so I would really advocate for people to create the marriage that you want from day one. Don't go in with this, you know, false sense of reality that you can create what your parents had or what your grandparents had, because guess what? This ain't your parents' world. This ain't your grandparents' world. This is a whole new world. And you have to adapt and make right. sure that the relationship that you're creating can go ex- coexist in that new world. Right. And that it's going to work for you because you're not your grandfather and you're not your grandmother and you're not your, your mother, you know, you're, you're a whole nother person. And so what might've worked for them may not work for you. Hey there, do you love podcasts? If so, you're in the right place. By subscribing to our podcast for only $1.99 a month, you'll gain access to commercial free video episodes with engaging and thought-provoking content while at the same time showing your support and appreciation. With regular episodes that cover a wide range of topics, you're sure to find something that interests you. Plus, subscribing is quick and easy. Just hit that subscribe button now and never miss an episode. Join our community of podcast lovers and get ready to be entertained, informed, and inspired. And again, thank you for listening. Right, right. Like I said, you, I, I, I've, I've learned. It took me a, a number of years to finally think. Like I said, third marriage was a charm. Um, um, but like I said, there's, you know, f- taking time to really figure out who you are. I think, like you said, and you really, I like how you mentioned that we, we as women, I will say, I, I'll include myself in that one, and not, but not everybody. I, I married. I tried to reduplicate like you said what I saw in my my parents marriages and then what happens when they start to fall apart I thought I was a failure but then it was realizing it's like no maybe this journey is not for me and so what what would your advice be to somebody who was like torn between you know that that life of being an entrepreneur does it does it deviate that that from your marriage can you both can you have you know I guess what I'm saying is how can you, you know, some people like said stay in the marriage because of the money, but how you said it was free and sort of like free into you once you got out and you started to figure out who you are. So how would you, what would your advice to somebody who's saying that they're staying for the money or they're staying for the security? What would your advice be to a woman who's, who's staying for those kind of reasons, I guess, before we close it out? I would, I always go back to um, the analogy of, and you probably seen it. It's a picture of Jesus and he's holding, um, there's a kid and the kid is holding the teddy bear, right? And behind Jesus's back, he has a bigger teddy bear. And the kid is holding on so tight to the teddy bear in their hand because it's what they can see, right? This is like, this is, this is what I have. Why would I let go? But I think that analogy is, so accurate because I think a lot of times we hold on so tight to what we have in our hands, not knowing that what we have in our hands might be um, deteriorating, it's falling apart, it's, it's not meant for your hands, it might be meant for someone else's hands. There's all different reasons why you need to release it 
in order to have what is meant to be in your hands put in your hands. And um, it's really easy to hold on to what you've always known. But if you really start to dig deep and ask the questions of, am I better because of this marriage? Is, is this how I want to live my life? Is this the relationship that I want my child to see, you know, as a, as, as a symbol of what relationships look like? You know, there's all these different questions that you really have to ask yourself to say whether or not it makes sense to stay or to go. And there has been several people that I have talked off of the sh- off the ledge, right? Of I'm getting a divorce because he did this and he did that. And it's like, girl, <laughs> let me tell you, there are so many reasons why you need to keep that man um, in, in your marriage. Y'all need to go get some counseling or whatever the case may be. And then there's other times when I'm like, girl, if you don't leave him, like, why? Why have you stayed as long as you have? And so it's really, it's a case by case scenario. If you are constantly um, losing yourself daily in order to be in a marriage with someone that is either not valuing you or disrespecting you or harming you, anything of those, you know, nature, you need to figure out a plan. And I tell people all the time, you need to be strategic about that plan. Don't just up and leave today. Just because I said I had that idea that day, I didn't leave that day. (laughs) I didn't leave until a few months later, once I knew I had a plan for how I was going to exit left. And, And that's really important because I've seen people have credit cards cut off, bank accounts no longer working. Like you really need to be strategic if you plan to leave and it's not for the faint at heart. Some people should stay because they're not gonna be able to figure out and maneuver that next step. And then other people, they should go and they should put together a plan just like if they were doing anything else. Put together a plan as to how you're going to make that transition, whether that means leaning on relatives, whether that means putting together some money so that you have a place to stay or getting a job, whatever that looks like, you need to be strategic about your exit and make sure that you pray on it. Ask God to show you what it is that you're supposed to do so that you're not, you know, leaning on your own understanding, but you're really asking for the guidance because he definitely will answer. Um, I know he answered for me. Right. Again, thank you so much for your insight that you shared with us. We are getting down to the last couple of minutes and I wanted to ask, what's the one thing you want to leave the audience with if there's nothing else that they hear from you today? If you don't take anything else from this conversation, I want you to know that there is life after the divorce. You don't have to feel like you're a failure or you can't do anything else or whatever dream you had prior to is now gone, you can dream a new dream. You can come up with a new path. You can set your new perfect north. And it might be getting remarried, it might not, but whatever that looks like, set your course, create a plan and continue forward because there is definitely exciting life after divorce. Okay. Thank you so much, Toya. Those are some valuable gems for somebody who's out there who hopefully comes across and listens to this. 
And uh, I liked, we didn't really dive into what you do, which I would always <laughs> love to have you come back and talk about that. But I always like to open up something about a transition story. And, and I thought divorce is one of the biggest transition stories that a lot of people are struggling with about, about go leave and all that stuff like said, pray on it. I would definitely say pray on it. Mm-hmm. And then, but Ms. Toya, where can people find more information about you, your services and what you do? So uh, I am on all social media, talking to Toya with the number two. Uh, I also host a podcast called The Plug with Toya T, which you can find on Facebook, Spotify, YouTube. And then I, um, I run a business called uh, The Good Vibe Company. Uh, it's at thegoodvibecompany.com. And uh, we provide engagement for minorities and women. So whether that be business development or getting connected into a minority business uh, audience, then that's what we do. So definitely reach out if you uh, have something that you're leaning on, some kind of project that you want to get out to the masses, uh, we'd be glad to help. Right. Uh, and here's my unofficial question, which everybody who watches shows, like, just making it official. Would you be willing to come back and have another deeper dive, maybe talk about what your business and what how you can help the community and, and stuff? Well, sure, sure. It, absolutely. I'd love to come back. I appreciate you having me. Thank you so much. Thank you for sharing your insight and your wisdom with us. Thank you. You guys have a good one. Thank you. And I want to remind everybody who tuned in that, yes, Feedback is always welcome. Remember that the links that Toya mentioned will be posted down in the description box below. So make sure you check out those juicy gems down there. Again, if you've enjoyed today's show and you picked up a lot of the gems that Toya dropped, hit that like button over there. And again, if you want to continue getting some more of the great insights like the guest Toya shared today and on many other guests, please hit that like button or that subscribe button. I'm sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. Hit that subscribe button over there. And again, remember, take things in stride, go with the flow and create your own path. And we'll see you back here on another episode of Coffee with Tea. All right, bye-bye. Bye.